At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's a Wednesday edition of primetime action here on VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds on the desk with me today, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass, and have some day baseball we'll talk about. We're going to talk a little bit later with Drew Densick, see what he's got going on in the NFL side of things, maybe some tennis talk as well. And you know what? Maybe we'll even talk about some basketball, some NBA, considering at least one of the dominoes fell with the news of Kevin Durant yesterday as well. But we do have some first pitches that are coming if you guys want to get in on everything. Before we get into our golf talk, because, hey, listen, it's the last golf tournament of the year. we gotta mm-hmm. got to get our golf talk in. That's can't, right, we do. Nobody, nobody can come between us and our golf One talk. more winner. <laughs> one more winner. I mean, yeah, I mean, one, one more something. Because Need it's it. like, I, it hit me last night. I was sitting there doing the research, and I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to like do any more research for a while. Like, this is it. Well, I mean, it's beautiful. What, what is it, uh, Wes? I'm like, moving to, I gotta move into full on NFL. Well, <laughs> I got to move into full on NFL mode. I don't really bet the the fall swing, so it's kind of like, man, this is this is sad <laughs> I put week very little time in the fall. By the way, there are mm-hmm. two weeks off on the PGA Tour, and then the fall season does get underway in Napa, and then you do have the Presidents Cup the week after that. I'll pay attention to the Presidents Cup. But it'll be a non-betting experience. Yeah, what me. is the U.S. like minus three fifty yeah, or yeah. something? Yes. I heard. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be. And yeah. we wonder if that's going to increase if you are going to have some more defections, especially on that international side. Looks like the U.S. side mm. might stay pretty much intact based of what we heard this morning. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely hit that news as well. Interesting press conference coming out of the PGA. Seven oh five. 
Eastern. We've got the Reds and the Phillies. This is TJ Zoich and Christopher Sanchez. If you want the Phillies at home as favorites, minus 255 for Christopher Sanchez. If that tells you anything about the state, Cincinnati Redlegs. Uh, plus 215 on the Reds on the road as underdogs, nine and a half is your total there. 705 Eastern. If you want to get in here, Lucas Giolito in the White Sox, Spencer Watkins in the Orioles. This is about a coin flip. Um, minus 105 on the Orioles, minus 115 on the White Sox. Eight and a half is your total. This is my one and only baseball bet of the evening. And I went ahead. I took the Orioles at plus 105. I got them at a little bit of plus money here in this one. And Wes, this is pretty easy for me. Lucas Giolito, mm-hmm. who coming into this season was someone that we thought was at least going to be in the conversation for AL Cy Young after coming off of a couple of really good kind of bounce back seasons for him where he started off his career really, really rough. It looked like he had found something out. He has been absolutely atrocious the vast majority. He got found out last yes, start. Yes, the vast majority of this season, he's been horrible. I mean, he, you know, look, ERA and everything, but he's posted a 534 ERA on the season. Of course, it, he was part of that 21-5 to loss to the Astros last time out where he got tagged all over the place as well. And if you look at Spencer Watkins, he's actually been pretty decent here for this Orioles squad. I understand there's some big bats in that White Sox lineup, and that is, is that is a little bit scary whenever you're betting against that team. But honestly, I think the White Sox can put up three, four, five runs here against Watkins, and the Orioles are still super live because of the way that Giolito has pitched of late. So I went ahead and took some plus money in a game that I think it's much more indicative of kind of where we are with the line right now. It's a coin flip as opposed to me yeah. getting a little bit of plus money on it. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. By the mm-hmm. way, the uh, White Sox, I believe, two back in the loss column of the Minnesota Twins. Of course, the Guardians lead the division. But Baltimore, two and a half out of the wild card. They have not thrown in the towel, despite mm-hmm. the fact when you thought when you saw they traded Trey Mancini, you're like, okay, these guys are going away, but they are absolutely not. And uh, you mentioned going back to that first game about the uh, Phillies being a big favorite over the Reds. Beware of some of these big favorites. Mm-hmm. So I know at this time of year, you want to add a little to your bankroll before football season, and you're wanting to parlay these big favorites. We got a big favorite that's in a world of hurt right now up in Seattle. Three to one Washington. Washington was almost a $3 underdog in the market today. Angels and the Rays are coming at 7-10. This is Mike Mayers for the Angels and Shane McClanahan for the Rays. If McClanahan and the Rays are going, you know they're going to be big favorites in the yard. Minus 275 at home here in this one. Plus 230, if you want the Angels on the road as underdogs, a flat 7 is your total, 7-10 Eastern. we got the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. Jose Barrios, Brian Bayo. We're looking here at minus 150 for Barrios on the road as a favorite. Plus 130 if you want the Red Sox at home as underdogs, nine and a half is your total in that one. And Kelly, you had you came across some some very interesting uh, an interesting fact earlier in the, in this game. Well, I don't I don't know what the Red Sox lineup is, but they were kicking around the fact that uh, they, they, I know they have some in, banged up guys <laughs> in the outfield. So Cutter Crawford, our guy, Cutter Crawford was thrown out there. Uh, I guess as a possibility to be seen in the outfield tonight. Uh, yeah, he apparently played a bunch of played a bunch of. Uh, positions, you know, he's been a position player throughout the course of his career, and they're like, hey, look, if we got to throw him out there, old Cutter Crawford might end up Watch in the Watch out, Shohei. Is, is not, by New the way, one. in the official lineup tonight as, okay. I, as I look at that. But uh, Barrios, look, uh, has been, has had his struggles certainly mm-hmm. this season, but uh, uh, Bello, who is a prospect that the Red Sox are fairly high on, very limited sample size, only three starts this yeah. year, but he's been hit around quite a bit. Yeah, this is his second go-around in the bigs, had a – 
had a rough go at it the first time around. But listen, we've seen some of these pitchers, like they come up, mm-hmm. they realize like, oh, what was working for me in AAA, yeah. not really – they go back down to AAA and work on some things that didn't work in right. the pros and come back up and actually get it uh, figured out their second yeah, time around. it's a tough lay, I think, even with mm-hmm. the Blue Jays still in the playoff chase. This is a tough lay on the road with Barrios based on the inconsistency we've seen all year. Absolutely. 8-10 Eastern, the Twins and the Astros. This is Dylan Bundy versus Framber Valdez. Valdez and the Astros are minus 230 home favorites in this one. Bundy and the Twins, plus 195. Road underdogs, eight is your total. 810 Eastern, Diamondbacks and Royals, Zach Gallen and Brady Singer. If you want Gallen and the Diamondbacks as road favorites, minus 130. At home, the Royals are plus 110. Underdogs, seven and a half is your total. No late, late games tonight. Only uh, only a nine Eastern with the Brewers and the Dodgers. The Adrian Hauser-led Brewers are plus 215 underdogs on the road to Andrew Heaney and the Dodgers at home. If you want the Dodgers, minus 255. Eight and a half is your total there. Wes, this is one of those things, and I was talking about this with with Ben over the last couple of days here on the desk is just, listen, I understand how good the Dodgers are. Mm-hmm. I absolutely get it. It's just, you know, you got a, you got a playoff, a team in playoff contention in the Brewers that was, you know, leading a division for the vast majority of the year as, as plus two fifteen underdogs with, you know, not just a, not a gas can on the mound or anything, right. you know, or something like that. It's just, I always look at these and go, is this a principle bet? Like, you know, mm-hmm. do I just do, mm-hmm. do you make the bet on principle? I didn't do it tonight. I only have the Astro. I mean, I only have the Orioles in the account. Well, but. look, we saw Burns get battered around last mm-hmm. night, so then people have that fear factor. But Eric yeah. Lauer did. They had a shutout against uh, Julio Urias on Monday night. So, yeah, the Brewers are perfectly capable. This would not be one I would lay here necessarily against Hauser. So, uh, nothing there for me. Uh, looking at Arizona and Kansas City, though, I have not bet that yet. But Arizona is. 15 and 8, and Zach Gallen mm-hmm. starts this year uh, uh, even better as an underdog. They are a small favorite tonight, but he allows fewer walks on the road. He allows fewer home runs. He's only given up, I think, 0.75 home runs per nine innings. So we've seen a drop in the XBIP, a drop in the fielding independent. The ERA is still below three. He's going to have the lowest XERA of his career. So Zach Gallen has found something mm-hmm. for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Bunch of day baseball today. Braves 14 to 2 winners over the Pirates, as you would guess. That went over the total there, Wes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, went over the total just a little bit. Kyle Wright on the win, 16-5 on the season. Moose's ERA to under three on the year. He's at 299 mm-hmm. now with his outing here against the Pirates. Tigers take down the Giants 6-1. to Neither one of those teams in contention as it is anyway. Uh, Rangers and the Rockies, neither one of these teams either, but just to point out a, a nice little 16-4 to score yes. in this one. Again, no doubter on the over. Yeah, if you were betting these uh, getaway uh, unders uh, for <laughs> Thursday, uh, you did not go well. But, uh, yeah, seeing the Pirates get beat around again, mm. they at least contributed two runs to that. What did uh, what did uh, Dennis Eckersley call them when he was on the call when the Red Sox were in Pittsburgh? A hodgepodge of nothingness? Yes, a hodgepodge of nothingness. I think that's a pretty accurate description. I know some of the Buccos fans were uh, upset, but a lot of them were like, yeah, he's kind of right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to argue, isn't it? I mean, when you look, and then in that in that Rangers game, I mean, the Rangers pound out 18 hits against the Rockies in that one. Another game, not really of any sort of consequence from a from a standing standpoint. We had the Marlins and the A's. Uh, A's were three to two winners mm-hmm. over the Marlins in extras. So and that's we, your and, day baseball. And today. we've got a bad loss, by the way. That just went final mm-hmm. for Seattle. They get 
beat three to Ooh. one by the Nationals. Look, even this time of year, bad teams win. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always am like, you got to be careful, you know, thinking that these parlays are necessarily easy money because here you have Seattle absolutely right in the mix for the wild card. I believe they would be the the final third spot, 67 and 56. But the Nats come in. They have absolutely nothing. You saw them beat the Padres twice last week out in San Diego, and then they take care of Seattle this afternoon. One game going right now. It has moved to the bottom of the ninth, and without a miracle, the Guardians are going to take down the Padres. They lead 7 nothing as we are in the bottom of the ninth there. Um Blake Snell gets batted. I mean, just gets knocked around again. Yeah. It's one of those things where, again, if you look at this pitching staff for this Padres team heading in, and look, I'll admit, I, I mean, I made a I made a play on them whenever, whenever I thought that it was going to be, you know, Soto coming to town and then Tatis Jr. was coming back. I thought maybe the bats would just be enough. Now you get Soto with these back injuries, and you're never you're not getting Tatis back as it is anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't feel very good about that with that Padres team with that Padres team, and especially with this with this pitching staff. Snell gives up six earned. In three and a third, Jose Ramirez goes three for three in this one uh, with a walk and two about, two homers. How about the Guardians who did like nothing at the deadline, mm-hmm. just basically stayed pat? It's like, okay, are you guys going to do anything? Well, maybe they like the team that they have there in Cleveland because now they've got a three-game lead and about to extend it a little bit. They're going to get a little mini sweep in San Diego. So uh, credit to the Cleveland Guardians and another, uh, another tough loss for the Padres who have not really taken yeah. advantage this month of the easier schedule. <laughs> Absolutely, and listen, I I will be the I will be the first to say, you know, I when the trade deadline came and went, and the Guardians didn't do much. I was kind of like, what are these what are these guys yeah. doing? Like they're right in the thick of it. That didn't make a lot of sense to me. And you know, here goes Cal Quantrill out there today: seven innings, five hits, six Ks, not a single earned run. And I think they they proved, hey Matt, you know nothing. Hey Matt, you know nothing. Maybe guess this what? is the team to beat in the Central. Certainly I, proving it right now. I agree that I know nothing, <laughs> Cleveland Guardians. So there we have that. We'll take a look at uh, some of the news and notes throughout the course of the day and some MLB division races as well. Primetime action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Primetime action here on VEASAN, Matt, Wes, and Kelly. Not a... Not looking great here in the top of the first inning for the old Oriole bet here, but uh, we'll see if Gavin Sheets can't roll one over and hit into a double play for us, Kelly. Mm. But uh, Yeah, I tailed you on that one tonight. You go, know what it go is? Go Orioles. Plenty, if I'd have known there was only going to be 1,200 people in the yeah, stands. Yeah, late arriving crowd there I mean, at Camden Yards If I'd have known that, they had no support, I wouldn't have backed them tonight. Go O's, baby. Go O's. We like it. We like it. There we go. Oh, Viper. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, Spencer Watkins. Spencer with two S's. Watkins, get it together. Yeah, I mean, come on, buddy. Let's get a let's roll one over here with sheets and get out of the inning, and we'll just we'll move on. But boy, Baltimore, if you're listening, get out to the ballpark. No kidding. Your 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 team's in the race, you, man. You like been, they've been complaining about how they <laughs> haven't done anything, and now you do have these young <laughs> prospects in the organization that there are now it is. finally there. Oh no, finds a hole. Oh, no. I mean, Ryan Mountcastle can't play everywhere. He can't. can't, Come on. He can't. He can't shift all the way up the middle. Right. But you do have Lucas Giolito on the mound. So just because it's an early deficit does not mean. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think they can give up four runs in the four or five runs in this game, still be in it. So, like, let's, but let's maybe not do it in the first inning. Yeah. If we can keep, if we can keep from it, that would be. So, Kelly, I do want to hit on a couple of, of news things here because this maybe maybe some betting implications just in case you were looking at, I don't think you thought this team was going to do anything this year, but maybe from a win total perspective or the exact placement markets within things that they're doing. You know, there's all kinds of bets for, for everything. So, rumor here, Chet Holmgren is undergoing tests for a possible right foot injury suffered in a pro-am game in Seattle. A team spokesperson told Woj, and so, you know, again, you're not betting on the Thunder to do anything this year from a, hey, they're going to make a run perspective. But look, we bet win totals. We bet where people are going to finish in divisions and conferences and things and all the different stuff like that. Uh, best record, worst record, you know, all the different things that you you can you can look at. Yep. And so, you know, the Thunder, obviously one of the, that's a, that's a play by Mount that's Castle. That's a play right by there. Mount Castle. That's a play right there by Mount Castle, though. Saved us a run. I was trying to figure out if he turned two, but no, no. It was a no, but he saved us a run right saved there. Saved a run. Look at that play. She's always ready to go. What a glorious human Oh, game. look at that. A snag. No other first baseman in baseball Fly makes that Mount play. Only, only Ryan Mount Castle makes that play. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, look, it, it's this is a big deal because, listen, if you're the Thunder, right? You are, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be bad regardless. 
Man. And, and you, well, when I say, I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be in the lower tier of teams. Yeah. Yes. yes. So if this is anything whatsoever, are you even going to, don't you like not take any chances at all and make sure that this guy is like good to go? I mean, it couldn't, could it, could this be one of those things where we look up and he's like missed half the season? Could yes. be one of those Zion situations absolutely. where we're like, absolutely. oh, we're going to keep pushing it back and keep pushing it back. And next thing you know, he doesn't play the whole year. Yeah, absolutely. Shams, uh, he's been all over, all over this today, too. Um, exam show, he had a tweet four hours ago. Exam show, Chet Holmgren has potential torn ligaments in his foot. Sources say a timetable is being determined based on further evaluations. So, I mean, there's serious concern here about what all he might have done to his foot. Um, yes, I would absolutely think that, Matt. Like, look, this Thunder team's got a lot of impressive young talent on it. Yeah. But are they is are they going to do anything this year? No. So why rush him back? Yeah. I think is is absolutely the biggest thing to take away from this. I, I think the one thing that's kind of a shame is is these these off season little basketball tournaments we've been doing that these NBA guys actually want to play in yeah. is so cool yeah. to me. The idea that these guys even want to play in it, and this is going to be one of those things where it's like every contract sign. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say this is going to be if if the, if anything's actually wrong with him here, this is going to like put the end to these things. I mean, I, 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 I first mean, when I first read it today, I was like, oh, NBA lawsuit coming, we, but like we, no. It's, it's we've in already the, it's seen the it like in fault. the All Star game where these guys, you know, we never get the real superstars in the dunk mm. contest anymore. Yeah, and and it's just lost its luster. You go watch the old classics on NBA TV. It's like, man, this used to be so good. Yeah, you know, this is like how it should be. But Kelly, what you're mentioning about the Thunder is absolutely right. I'm looking at this roster. There's a bunch of kids on this yeah. roster. Essentially, I think he, I think the oldest player on this roster, I believe, is 31 years old. I believe that's Mike Muscala. Oh, yeah, there you go. But, I mean, like, the length that this team's going to roll out with, I, I mean, it's just – this is a team I'm – I was excited to watch this year. Out of the uh, inning. There we go. A fun league pass there watch. We go. A fun league pass. I mean, you got SGA, who's, you know, six foot six point guard. Josh Giddy, six foot eight, mm-hmm. over at shooting guard. I mean, just the length alone that this team has makes them a fun watch. I, and, uh, you know, you wanted to see Chet in the, within that offense and see how they would operate with him. So, I, it, yeah, it's a shame, but. Uh, doored off a career year. Yeah, doored off a career year. Um, so I don't know, but, but I'm with you, Matt. It's shut him down for as long as needed. That, that's just the only thing I think we, from a from a betting perspective, we can take away from this is if there is any chance whatsoever that this could be an injury that lingers, they are not going to play him for no. as long as, as 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 needed to get him back to 100. percent I think, like, especially when you're talking about a guy that's already, I don't want to say has injury history, but there's always been that there's been that concern from the NBA exec scouts from day one, right? Is this guy's frame really going to be able to hold up in the NBA? So I I think your Zion your Zion comparison is spot on, right? You're looking at him in the exact same way. Like, this is a guy that could be something really special. We can't ruin him already in the beginning of his career. They are listed currently at 24 and a half wins over at DraftKings. So, again, bet accordingly. If you want to get a, in front of any sort of move, should this come out that he is going to miss a significant amount of time? Because I imagine that drops by a game or two. Yeah, and so Chet down to ten to one to win Rookie of the Year. I mean, no, like no, mm-hmm. don't bet. Okay? No Just because of yeah. what we're talking right now, like that number's gonna. I mean, a however much time he misses, that number's just gonna grow and yeah. grow and grow, anyways. So if you really wanted to bet it, just bet it right before he comes back. But like we're saying, we think that might actually end up being longer than is even needed. Yeah. So over on the golf side of things, and again, we'll 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 talk the tour championship a little bit later from a betting perspective, but we'll look at some news that comes out that 
look, it makes, I think, all of us here on the desk feel a little bit better. Kelly mm-hmm. behind the glass feel a little bit better because I was worried just from a betting perspective moving forward with the PGA Tour. Were we going to get watered-down events? Were we going to get some of, like more of these really huge-name guys leave as soon as the Tour Championship was over and they could make an announcement and, and whatnot? But there was... Uh, Wes, you said you even tuned in for it. That there was a press conference today in which they came out and said that the PGA Tour committing to uh, 20 events next season with elevated prize pool tournaments and stuff like that. And they've gotten a bunch of the top name players to commit yeah. to playing those tournaments as well. And again, for us, from a betting perspective, I mean, that makes me feel, you know, warm and fuzzy on the inside mm-hmm. because. This could have watered down like next year from a golf betting perspective. If we had a few more defections and a lot of these guys like starting to take some of these tournaments off and stuff, we were going to get about a half a season of tournaments yeah. that were going to be garbage to bet. But this at least makes me feel a whole lot better. About yeah, it. I think that we're still going to have probably a couple more defections, mm-hmm. but probably not yeah. as many as we thought a couple weeks ago because we know that that meeting happened last week that Tiger was kind of the leader of. He flew, saw him getting off the mm-hmm. jet and into the uh, truck with Ricky. Fowler there on the way to the meeting. Pretty much most of the top players, Scheffler, Thomas, Rory, you know, Rom, all these guys were in this meeting. And when I first heard about the details, I think it was Alan Shipnick that reported it at his uh, blog, Fire Pit Collective, saying, you know, hey, they're going to have all these, like, exclusive tournaments. And I was kind of like, I don't like closed golf. I like open mm-hmm. golf. I don't want it to be just, like, live. But I think that these changes were, were, were pretty darn positive because yeah. I think they didn't ignore the guys that maybe aren't in that top 50 or top 60. It's like, here's what you want to shoot for if you want to play in these events, but it didn't ignore the feeder system. I don't think, you know, the guys that are just getting out on the tour or the guys that are trying to make it. I know they put together like a travel allowance and all of that a base stuff. salary. Yes. Five grand. If you miss a cut, yes. you even get, so uh, yeah, there's a lot of that. No more 15 season minimum for a lifetime membership. So now Rory and Thomas qualify. And uh, I was just noticing some tweets. Uh, Dylan Defier, who works for golf.com, mm-hmm. says, now we have like a super series. So you're going to see every top yeah. player, at least at all four majors, the Players Championship, the Tournament of Champions at Kapalua to open the season, the Genesis, Bay Hill Memorial, the WGC mm-hmm. match play, the three playoff events. And then they're going to rotate those super events. So look, maybe they'll rotate it one year where like the John Deere Classic yeah. gets it yep. or something. It's like, that's going to be the best field ever. So one year it'll be the John Deere. One year it might be the Honda. Or one year it might be the Byron Nelson or something like that. So I think that's a good way to at least strengthen your, you know, your lower tier, your middle mm-hmm. events, like the 3M Open, like the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So the only problem with that, was, I mean, I guess it's the solution to the problem, but it's the... Okay, that's how you string along some of these other tournaments. Mm-hmm. Because, like, okay, great, we get these top 20 guys committing to play 13 what about, tournaments. Yeah. What what about the Honda or the 3M or whatever every mm-hmm. year? When you know all those guys have to play in a certain amount of tournaments, they're going to completely ignore yeah. a certain amount of others. So that that's where I, I am. But they do have to play a minimum now of 20 mm-hmm. events. Right. It was 15 events. Now it's 20. But I thought it was funny to see uh, Greg Norman with this snark, you know, saying, like, oh, Jay Mon hand like copied my homework it's like live stole their entire concept yes. from that pgl yeah. that premier golf league it's like what the hell are you talking about it's the truth i mean like it, it, that was exactly all i did was just tweak a, a blueprint that was already out there yes. and like claim it for themselves and then now they're going to make those those type of claims like nah man 
No, no, no. We, we already had that out there. We're going to take a look at what's going on in Major League Baseball. Hopefully in this Orioles game, get some uh, runs across the board. We'll also take a look at these total division wins again on the NFC side. It is primetime action. Primetime action here on Beeson, Matt West, and Kelly coming to you on a Wednesday. We got doubled off there, Kelly, and uh, we had a promising start to our inning. Yeah, it was a shame. That's okay. It's okay. Long way to go, and Mount Castle still hadn't even hit yet. The uh, the first inning had inning had a couple of uh, very weakly hit balls into the infield. I would say the game is a final there, West in San Diego, seven nothing mm-hmm. shutout of the Guardians over this Padres team, and now we look up. And the Guardians are sixty-six and fifty-six, and the Padres are sixty-eight and fifty-eight. Uh, you you could ask anybody off the street, were would the Guardians be right. within two you know two right. wins of of where the Padres are and you know over the course of the season, no one would even begin to believe you. And you just kind of look up, and as you said, it's like this Padres team's been fairly disappointing. I think they here. they they have. And how about Jose Ramirez? Two solo shots today. Uh, bats in three runs, seven to nothing. Five run inning in the four for the Cleveland Guardians started by Jose Ramirez with that solo shot. And, you know, somehow, some way you just look at this team. I look at the lineup the Guardians put out there today. It's like, mm. man, <laughs> that, yeah. that doesn't look very good. But yet they're taking control of that division right now. Yeah, they didn't. And they held Andres Jimenez out of the lineup today. I mean, he just giving him a, a day off, you know, with it being a day game and mm-hmm. all, and still were able to to do what they did. I mean, he's been one of their hottest hitters, if not their hottest hitter, over the last month of the season there for that Guardian squad. So, man, it is just that they're they're interesting at least. And the reason I say they're interesting because they at least do have one ace in Bieber. So yes. you've got the one ace in Bieber. We see what you get out of Quantrill today. Who, you know, again, like I don't think anyone's going to be shaking in their boots if if they line up and, and, and it's Cal Quantrill on the hill. But I mean, guys, ten and five on the season, three five nine ERA. Like, I mean, it's not like he's been a pushover. Or anything McKenzie like that. has come yeah. along and had some very solid outings this year. Uh, you know, need to get maybe a couple of these back end guys going. But you yeah. know, you have Bieber and McKenzie. That's at least a decent punch. And if uh, you know Saval can kind of find mm. his form at least a little bit again, that's a decent. And three to put in a wild card series. Yeah, I think it's certainly interesting. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not counting this old Guardian squad out there. They they hit the ball pretty good. So see how that all goes down. We looked at the AFC division win totals yesterday, and let's head over to the NFC and take a look at these. And again, these are how many wins will each of these teams have within their division? So again, keep that in mind as we are going through these numbers. So let's look at. The East with the Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, and Giants. Three and a half for the Cowboys, and that is minus 120 to the over. Three and a half for the Eagles, that is minus 140 to the under. Commanders, two and a half, that is minus 165 to the over. Really? All right. And the Giants, two and a half, and that is minus 150 to the under. I don't even need to, I don't even need to ask you, Kelly, where you would go with this. Uh, Wes? I'll just point out the commanders at three wins. So the commanders going 500 in the division. And if you want to take the under, you're getting plus 125. I think that is at least a fairly interesting bet when you consider that Carson Wentz is the quarterback. Mm -hmm. They have 
really no reason in the world to stay loyal to him at all. I mean, they're just they're trying to put a Band-Aid on by bringing him yeah. in. But, I mean, if he's terrible to begin the season, we could see Heineke pretty early. We could start seeing what they've got in the rookie situation and all that. So, I mean, I, I'm – I, if, if I had to make one in this division, for oh, yeah. sure, it it's would the be the, the the under on the command. Yeah, I don't want to say it should be totally reversed because it's mm-hmm. not like I think it should yeah. be minus 165 no. for the Giants. But I think the Giants are a better team than yeah. the Commanders. And, you know, Daniel Jones, this, this is his, you know, kind of final season to prove himself, I think, there in New York. But he gets an upgrade in coaching. All of the division schedules, and I'll keep in mind these are just division wins here for this uh, purpose of this prop, but – all of these NFC East teams have very easy schedules this mm-hmm. year. I think they all rated in the top 10 in terms of easiest schedule. So that does matter in terms of momentum, I think, even though you're only counting division wins here. But, yeah, the commanders would be where I would be looking to the under, uh, you know, small lean to the Giants over. but And I and I do like that mm-hmm. over at seven yeah. for, for the Giants. I, I took a little poke at that. I think the top two teams, you're not really getting necessarily a ton of value there for the Cowboys and the Eagles standpoint. Yeah, I think it's priced appropriately. I mean, if I had to make a bet on every one of the teams, <laughs> it would be the the under on the Cowboys, the over yeah. on the Eagles, the under on the Commanders, and the over on the Giants. Under, so over, you, under, yeah, over, yes. If I had to on, on each one of those. Keller, are you kind of in the same boat yeah, when it comes to that? if I had to, that's where I would go to. Yeah. I, I think this is... I, we're going to roll through all the NFC ones, but that Commanders one was the one that jumped out to me, I think, more than any other. So, yeah, if that was one, I would bet. Like, I would bet it if it was here. Now, now look, I understand the range of outcomes for this squad mm-hmm. is, pr- is pretty wide. I get all that. But, look, they're going to – first four games we know now are going to be without Chase Young. So, he's not going to be out there for the first four games for them. You do have a new quarterback in Carson Wentz coming in that I don't think is very good. But, look, maybe he – Maybe he finds something and and you know turns back the the clock to three and a half years ago and and he looks something like that. I seriously doubt it. I don't think that's going to be the case. So, couple new starters on that offensive line as yeah. well. So they've got to get used to that. I've obviously McLaurin comes back and he's. I think been a very solid receiver mm-hmm. for Washington. There's a running back battle a little bit too. Gibson's the incumbent, but Brian Robinson's been making a nice little push, the third round draft pick to try to get that starting job in the backfield. So yeah, I just, this Washington team, at least offensively outside of McLaurin and, you know, maybe Dotson will, mm-hmm. will come alive as a rookie certainly has potential, but I don't really see just a lot here. And just, you know, what I saw out of Wentz last year, he got made the scapegoat, I think, in Indianapolis, but a lot of the blame he does have to shoulder. You look at the South, and we have the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons, of course. Bucks four and a half, minus 130 to the under. Saints, three and a half, plus, uh, plus 135 to the over, minus 180 on the under. Panthers, two and a half. The under minus 140 over plus 110, and then Falcons sitting at a flat two, and that's 120 on the over, mm-hmm. 110 on the under. The thing that instantly jumps out to me, obviously, is the under on the Bucks. That's already yes. starting to get bet. Everyone's starting to look at that. I mean, listen, this Tom Brady situation was weird. You start to see that, okay, Godwin might not be back for the first few weeks of the season as well. Then you start to look around and say, oh, this offensive line is now in shambles. They had, you know, they had a guy retire. They had a couple of guys leaving free agency. Now they've had a couple of injuries. I mean, it's a – I understand. It's still Tom Brady. It's still Mike Evans. You did bring in Julio Jones for whatever's left in the tank for him. I get all that. You, brought, you have Leonard Fournette, who was honestly – 
weirdly really productive for them last year. And they probably, I think, will use him a little bit yeah. more this year. I think, uh, you know, the offense is going to stay the same, but I don't think Leftwich and Todd Bowles want Tom Brady leading the league mm-hmm. in passing attempts at 45 years old. I think they're a little bit different philosophy maybe than Bruce Arians, that no-risk-it-no-biscuit type of deal. So I would expect that uh, playoff Lenny's got to be regular season Lenny at least a little bit for Tampa Bay. I guess when we look at this, this is sort of priced at the, okay, they split with the Saints and they sweep the Panthers and the, and the right. Falcons, you know. And and listen, that even if the Bucks are down and even if the Bucks aren't, Good, that could still easily play out. Absolutely, you know. I mean, that could still because yep. the Panther. The, we think the Falcons are going to be one of the worst teams in the league, and then we and look the Panthers. I, yeah, I think that there's maybe at least I don't think a wide range of outcomes for them, but there's at least a varying range of outcomes. There's for this at team. least some potential yeah. based on that defense and all those first round draft picks they have there. Uh, and maybe Baker plays like two and a half, yeah. two years ago, yeah. ba- two and a half years ago, Baker or something. And then look, looking at the Saints though, the Saints actually open with three straight divisional games on the schedule. They go to Atlanta, where they've obviously been bet this summer. What are they? A five and a half in the market right now. You get Tampa, who you've beaten seven straight times in the regular season, and then you go to Carolina. So two of them are on the road, but I don't think it's far-fetched to say the Saints may start out 3-0 and this season and win in all divisional games. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that that one's fairly interesting as well. And I guess we go back, you know, we kind of go back to this Falcons one like we were, Wes, we were looking yesterday at the Jets, yes. and they were also listed at a flat two. We were looking, looking at, the, at some of these teams that are, you know, bottom dwellers, right? And we're kind of going, okay, can't you just bet the under and at worst case scenario you're going to push? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, is this Falcons team going to find a way to go 500 in this division? It just seems very it seems very tough for me to get there. Yeah, yeah because, look, in terms of quarterbacks, are you having a placeholder this year, whether mm-hmm. it's Mariota or whether it's Ritter, and get into that sweepstakes, you know, in terms of Bryce Young or C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud. Their leading running back was a receiver last year, that being Cordero yeah. Patterson. The offensive line, even though they've tried to draft and improve that, that offensive line is a big disappointment. That's one of the worst groups in the league. Now, I don't think this is as a slam dunk as the Jets, where I was, I would say, bet the under on the Jets. The worst you're getting is a push on the Jets mm-hmm. at two. Like, I mean, they, if they if they go two and four in that division, I think that they would be ecstatic. You know, like I, I honestly believe that. Texans, same deal. Theirs was a flat two. I think at worst case scenario, you're pushing on that one as well. I don't think it's as a slam dunk as those when it comes to this Falcons one, but I would feel fairly comfortable. Kelly, I don't know where you stand on kind of ranking those. Man, but man ver- I actually like the Falcons one more, maybe more than the, those other two. Well, there you go. Because it's like it's, it's it just feels like worst case scenario you're pushing. Well, and we talked about it a little bit the other day, but I just think you're gonna see we're likely gonna see Desmond Ritter a fair amount this year because you've got to figure out if you yeah. got something there. Right. Yeah, they cannot could play. Be Mar- back. Yeah, and they cannot play Mariota all year. They just can't do it. There's too much at stake in this quarterback class that's coming up in the draft. Let's talk to Drew Densick on the other side, shall we? Primetime action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. College football guide is out now, and the NFL guide drops tomorrow. Do not be the person that is standing at the water cooler without this thing. Go and get it. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations. You're going to get our best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way you're getting this thing, you got to become a VEASAN All Access subscriber. So go in. Do that for a discounted rate of 175 American dollars, or you can just go ahead for the whole year and you get 50% off. Come in, see what we have. Come play in the playground with us. It's going to be great. We're going to make you a better, better. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options that have become a part of the sports betting network. As always, drink responsibly. Kelly, this is a, this is one of those deals where tomorrow the NFL guide, look, the college football guide, 331 pages. I, I, it was it was a it was a good read. The NFL guide, though, we know this is where this is what is appealing to to, to everybody. Yeah, this is what everyone, this is what's appealing to everybody out there. The man to my right, depending on if you're looking, it might be your left, whatever. <laughs> like how, how your you're military watching, left, you know? Yeah, whatever. You said you're right. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, went ahead and, and contributed. What what division did you do? I did the AFC South and the NFC South. Oh, we had a, two different divisions from one. Wes Reynolds over here. Do you want to? Because you know the Colts. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're. What, what, <laughs> I, I did. Nobody retired though, so I didn't have to rewrite the whole division like I did three years ago. Today actually was when Andrew mm-hmm. Luck 
announced that he was going to retire, and that was the year I had to rewrite the entire South because obviously <laughs> all the win totals changed and the odds of the division changed. So didn't have to do that uh, this year. But uh, I have, and I've mentioned it on the air, I bet the Indianapolis Colts will win the division when they're even money. You're starting to see like 125, 130, where it's maybe getting to the point where, you know, you could kind of take a pass on it. Mm. But I still think Colts are a team to beat in the AFC South. We'll see what this guy says about it. You can find his work over on NBC Sports Edge, and you can get cranking out some really good episodes of the Deep Dive podcast right now as well, getting everybody ready for the NFL season coming up. He is Drew Densick. Drew, thanks for joining us, my man. Oh, great to be with you guys as always. I always appreciate the invite, and uh, the fact that football is in the air with uh, college football kicking off this weekend is oh so sweet. You can find him on the Twitter machine at whale underscore capper as well. Let's start off with some NBA stuff because obviously we talked to you a ton during the NBA season. We had one of the big question marks answered yesterday in the whole Kevin Durant thing. He's going to stay with the Nets. Kelly and I were saying, I guess the only thing really now that could really shake up the odds anymore would be if Donovan Mitchell gets moved is pretty much about the only thing I guess that would would really shake things up here. So one, where do you view the Nets now that you know that Durant is staying? And two, do you think Mitchell gets moved? And, and, and if you had a gut feeling, where do you think it's going? Where would it be? Yeah, so I think you can still probably capitalize a little bit on the buy low for the Nets here. Uh, It's a team that people are writing off like they are not, uh, you know, still in contention for the Eastern Conference when, you know, things break a little bit differently last year. Their seating is obviously, uh, you know, broadly different. And, uh, you know, a full season of participation from Kyrie Kyrie Irving is going to matter a ton on top of the fact that, you know, you have – you know, potentially with Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, two fresher guys in a time when, you know, player fatigue matter has been mattering more than ever. So I think you're, you're potentially could still right at this moment buy a little, you know, do a little buy low on the nets. Um, you know, they, they went into last season way overpriced. Uh, and I think the market has overreacted to the, uh, getting swept in the playoffs, considering the, how, uh, you know, they were up against a, a bad matchup on top of, uh, you know, Durant being, you know, just completely exhausted from a full season of carrying that team. Uh, I do think Mitchell gets traded. I think the Jazz are pretty clearly in full-on rebuild mode. Um, and so someone will come come calling for Mitchell eventually. Uh, they have, I think the, the Jazz have to decide if they think they're going to be able to get a better offer in season versus, uh, you know, between now and the start of the season uh, before they pull the trigger. If they do not, I would expect that probably the best offer they've gotten to date is from the Knicks. And that fits. I mean, it makes sense. Sending Mitchell to New York would probably make him happy. And I think I don't think that changes the fabric of the Eastern Conference in terms of who the contenders are. Uh, but it definitely kind of solidifies the Jazz sort of at the bottom of the West. Drew, moving on to the NFL, and uh, look, this is going to be dress rehearsal week, I think, for a lot of the teams here in preseason. Do you do very much? I mean, these move so fast just because everything is so information-based in the preseason. Yeah, I catch I catch the information stuff when we when it comes through. Uh, you will get a sense of some teams treating this as a dress rehearsal, going up against a team that is literally evaluating players uh, only players 40 through 80 on the roster. Um, there's a couple of those this week. They're largely moved, but I think actually kind of, you go back to, 
I grabbed all of the preseason lines that I could grab and for NFL going back to about 2007 and just sort of went through them as, as carefully as I could looking at just in general, how much they steam, you know, where this, why the steam originates is, is it directly co- connected to starters and, and backups and how many minutes they get. And it almost entirely can be, uh, you know, the steam can almost entirely be described by, uh, minutes, the, you know, number of drives that the starters start. Uh, and even with, you know, some teams moving five, six points, flipping favorites from plus two to minus four, uh, there still is a EV left on the table. If you bet into the closing price on the steam teams and, you know, over a sample size of, uh, you know, 400 games of which, you know, 20 or 200 of those, uh, moved at, you know, steamed at least a point. Um, you know, there was still some meat on that bone there. Uh, which is crazy to say, but I think there are certainly some key numbers. So, you know, a, a, a game will move from pick them to minus three. And then the market kind of has, five, you know, feels like, well, three is that, that that's a key number. That's it's resistance. I don't really feel like laying three and a half here, uh, you know, or I'm not going to lay a juicy three here. Uh, and, you know, the data would tell you that it had not moved enough. Um, and so I think that, you know, there there's reason to be optimistic, reason to look for, uh, you know, those situations. And, you know, off the top of my head, I'm not, uh, I don't remember what I, what I bet for preseason week three already. Um, but I, I'm up to about 60 plays already in the preseason. A lot of them are teasers. The teasers have been absolutely crushing. Uh, anything that you can get past seven on the plus side has been um, just hitting at an impossibly high clip. Uh, so maybe do it for a little regression there. But overall, I think, um, you know, this is going to be one of the more memorable preseasons uh, of my year's betting. Drew, I'm going to go ahead and give you that we only have about three minutes. So I know that this could be a, this could be a lengthy answer. I know you guys are doing your team-by-team team, uh, sure. previews. You guys just wrapped up the AFC West. What were your biggest takeaways from that that you and Andy were oh, able to, to kind of dig up here? And what was your overall feeling of that division? Man, the AFC West is flat out awesome. Um, I think all four teams fall in the top half of the NFL you know, teams by power rating. Uh, the gap between the Chiefs and the rest of the teams has narrowed for all three teams that are trying to chase the champs. Uh, and I think that is going to make for probably the most entertaining football we see out of any conference play, you know, any division play throughout the balance of the season. And, uh, and realistically, I'm probably going to be backing a lot of dogs in this, you know, head to heads. Uh, you have a couple right out of the gate that I kind of like just in terms of matchups. Um, you know, the, the Raiders catching more than a field goal against the Chargers week one doesn't make much sense to me. I think that should be three. Uh, and then week two right away, you're going to get the Chargers opportunity to continue their, you know, strong matchups against the Chiefs on the road on Thursday night football. They're right now looking like a look ahead of uh, minus three, but if the chiefs do what I think they're going to do against the Cardinals week one, uh, I could see that be three and a half, which would be uh, enough for me to get involved on the chargers there. Um, and I, so you kind of have the spirit of there's just not enough distance between these teams to warrant any kind of meaningful spread. So it looks like the kind of uh, division where you're going to be inclined or incentivized to back the dog a lot. Um, and, you know, I think, People put the Raiders fourth just because they have to find some team to be fourth. Um, but again, like the gap between the Raiders and the Chiefs, even though historically that's been a mismatch in favor of the Chiefs, the gap's not that big this year. And, uh, you know, you can point to a lot of positives where, um, uh, you know, the, the 
Raiders match up well now uh, against a team like the Chiefs going score for score. So um, it is a it is a very, very exciting conference, uh, exciting division. Uh, And, uh, you know, I think ultimately betting into a division win price is going to take a little luck. You're going to need to find, you know, you're going to need to pick a horse that doesn't get injured. Um, not a lot of depth on these teams uh, and a couple of uh, sort of key uh, weaknesses. I would point out the Chargers have a key weakness in their run defense still. They did not address that in the offseason very well, which makes makes it tough for them to, uh, you know, generate leads against elite teams. Uh, but then the flip side would be true with, uh, you know, any game where the Chargers have a meaningful lead at halftime. I'm going to be looking to back them as dogs because uh, their pass defense, pass rush combined with the secondary is just maybe one of the best we've ever seen take the field if they're all healthy. Um, so it's it's a uh, it is going to be a lot of fun to bet this uh, division week by week, uh, and I think the the overall sentiment as I look at sort of the plays that I'll have once the dust settles is going to be a lot of dogs. Ten seconds. Who wins the division? Oh man, I, at the price I'll go Raiders. I mean seriously, yeah. We, we were kind of saying the same thing when it's all said done. I mean six fifty. That's just. Uh, that's just Too an outra- yeah, outrageous. Drew Densick, catch him yeah. over on the deep dive. Catch him NBC as well. Thank you for joining us, my friend. As always, hour number two coming back. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.